Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Praying Over Our Food. Let's pray. Father, we come to you hungry for what you have for us today. We come as an open vessel, ready to receive what you have, Father. We want to know more about you every day, Father. Seek to know you more, more revelation of your great word, Father. So we come today ready to receive what you have with praise and thanksgiving in our hearts. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, why do most Christians pray over our food? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is that we have to eat it. That seems pretty basic, but we can't see through an apple and see a worm or see salmonella in our eggs. So we should always be praying over it. When we pray over it, God sanctifies it and makes that worm that we didn't see okay to eat, when it could have made us very sick if we didn't pray over it. Let's start today in 1 Timothy 4, verses 3 through 5 in the Amplified. Who forbid marriage and advocate abstaining from certain kinds of foods which God has created to be gratefully shared by those who believe and have a clear knowledge of the truth. Folks, God has created all food to be gratefully shared. That is showing thanksgiving for our food. For for everything God has created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with gratitude. My friends, again, everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with gratitude. There we are again with an attitude of gratitude, receiving our pork or beef or chicken or vegetables, etc. with thankfulness. 5. For it is sanctified, set apart, dedicated to God by means of the word of God and prayer. So folks, our food is sanctified, dedicated to God. How? By the word of God and prayer. Acts 27.35 Having said this, he took bread and gave thanks to God in front of them all, and he broke it and began to eat. Friends, another reason to pray over our food is that Jesus is our example, and he prayed over his food. He gave thanks to God and then ate. Matthew 14, verses 19-21 through 21 in the NIV Bible. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and two fish, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. Twenty, they all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. Twenty-one, the number of those who ate was about 5,000 men besides women and children. Folks, Jesus looked up to heaven and he gave thanks to the Father for the food. And wow, did God bless this food or what? Five loaves of bread and two fish fed 5,000 men plus women and children. 1 Corinthians 10.31 in the Amplified. So then whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of our great God. 
My friends, no matter what we eat or drink or anything we do, do it all to the glory of our great God. Part of giving thanks for our food is a continual process of giving glory to our great God. 1 Corinthians 10.31-33 in the Message Bible. So eat your meals heartily, not worrying about what others say about you. You're eating to God's glory after all, not to please them. As a matter of fact, do everything that way, heartily and freely to God's glory. At the same time, don't be callous in your exercise of freedom, thoughtlessly stepping on the toes of those who aren't as free as you are. I try my best to be considerate of everyone's feelings in all these matters. I hope you will be too. Folks, I like how the Message Bible states this. Eat your meals heartily, not worrying about what others say about you. Have you noticed nowadays that everyone wants to tell everyone else how to eat? This verse says to not worry about that. But at the same time, we are not to be callous to them or thoughtlessly stepping on the toes of others. We need to be considerate of the feelings of others and not tell them how to eat either. Romans 14, verses 1 through 3 in the Amplified Bible. As for the one whose faith is weak, accept him into your fellowship, but not for the purpose of quarreling over his opinions. Two, one man's faith permits him to eat everything, while the weaker eats only vegetables to avoid eating ritually unclean meat or something previously considered unclean. 3. The one who eats everything is not to look down on the one who does not eat, and the one who does not eat must not criticize or pass judgment on the one who eats everything, for God has accepted him. Folks, this is another good scripture for us not to quarrel or bug each other about what the other person eats. Just let it be. Wow, that would be a good song title. Colossians 3.17 in the Amplified Bible. Whatever you do, no matter what it is, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence on Him, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. My friends, this verse says, whatever you do, no matter what it is, in word or deed, wouldn't that include eating? Continuing, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence on him, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Again, giving thanks for everything, including our food. Exodus twenty-three twenty-five in the Amplified Bible. You shall serve only the Lord your God, and he shall bless your bread and water. I will also remove sickness from among you. Folks, part of serving the Lord is being thankful in our prayers. And this scripture says that God will then bless our bread, our food, and our water, our drink. And he will remove sickness from among you. Wow. This scripture ties together praying over our food with God removing sickness from among us. That is another great reason to pray over our food every time.
Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. Father, if we just walk and think about what you did for us, we would be thankful and should be thankful every second of the day. And so, Father, as we partake in food, why would we not have another opportunity to say thank you, Father, for our food and for blessing it? And, Father, we just choose to walk in an attitude of gratitude, Father. We repent of when we haven't done that always, Father, and we know that you'll bathe us in your precious blood and mercy. So, Father, we choose each and every day to be more hungry for you, ready to serve you more, Father, to be a reflection of your love, to let that love that's inside of us come out when we're around others, Father, and draw people in these end of the end times to Jesus. Father, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. And we choose to be a bright light in this dark world. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We sure love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. Do you have somebody in mind? I'd like to ask you to really think about that today. Who can you talk to about Jesus today? And remember, folks, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.